Thanksgiving Day, a time for family, a time for giving back, a time for seeing through your lifelong grudge against your family. I'm Christina. And I'm Kristen. And today on the Thanksgiving Eve episode of the Real Crime Podcast, we will be telling you about the Jupiter Thanksgiving Day Massacre. First off, happy holiday season. Um, What are you guys doing for Thanksgiving? Uh, I believe we're going to Rachel's parents' house. And then the next day we will be going to my parents' house. And then the next day is the tree lighting in town. Oh, fun. Fun, fun, fun. Okay, cool. Are you going to that? Uh, Maybe we will. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's certainly possible because we live here. So we might as well. Absolutely. (laughs) We are... Well, we're hosting. And so as everyone publicly is listening to this, I am frantically making food dishes and preparing food dishes for... So the norm? Tomorrow. Exactly. Exactly. I'm frantic and doing something. That's basically what's going on. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be good. But I did. I pre-made my apple pie. So I'm excited about that because I just have to like thaw it and bake it. Oh, that's smart. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I have my moments every once in a while. (laughs) And maybe if anybody someday remembers cookie dough, I'll have some cookies, too. I'm sorry. <clears throat> it's okay. No, it's fine. Kristen, Kristen forgot my cookie dough, but she's also – she's on the struggle bus this morning, so it's okay. <laughs> What's new? <laughs> What's new? Kristen's on the struggle bus. I'm doing a bunch of stuff. It's crazy. It's the norm. So anyway, let's kind of like uh, – now that we've enjoyed – chit chat about the holidays let's uh go ahead and dive into this major major downer of an episode so paul michael marriage paul was pretty much your average kid from an average family he was incredibly close to his family and so much so that when he was ow i just totally clocked my knee and it hurt so much i heard that that was bad anyway i'm sorry Paul was so incredibly close. Um, Honestly, so much so that when he was graduating from high school, he dedicated his senior page in his yearbook to all 32 members of his family stating, I love you now and will forever. I mean, when you think about that for a second, most high schoolers don't even want to acknowledge to the world that they have a family. Like, they just kind of... (laughs) appeared in this space and they were like too cool to have a mom and dad so it's really kind of you know, wild and then why can't i speak to <laughs> it's mic? okay it's okay it's all right don't worry about it. it don't worry about it so meanwhile this guy this 17 year old honor student football kicker fit well-liked guy is just like foregoing all the coolness factor and sharing his undying devotion and love to his family 
He shared his pride in being a big brother to his two twin sisters. He shared his plans to study medicine and become a doctor. I mean, at 17, this guy was like a catch and a half. He was probably the guy that everybody wanted to date in high school, right? Because he was going places. You could just tell. And then one day everything changed. This facade cracked. And at the age of 19, while attending the University of Miami, marriage suffered a nervous breakdown. So he had been struggling with his mental health. His battles with severe depression and obsessive compulsive disorder had kind of come to a head. Family members never shared what the exact details of the breakdown had to it, like what it entailed. But it would appear that the breakdown just kind of became the new normal for Paul. He never really went back to the time before, after the nervous breakdown. So his entire world changed. Absolutely. His attitude changed. Everything. Everything. He started suffering from insomnia. He started gaining weight at a rapid rate. And now this was like a tall, slender, you know, football guy uh, in high school. And we're not that far out from high school, you know, like he was he was a freshman in college when all of this really started. And then all of a sudden, he started like, shaving and showering multiple times a day. Yeah, I read that he spent like five hours in the shower because he just couldn't get clean enough. Right, right. It was like the obsessive compulsive disorder. He was like trying to scrub off who knows what. He wore like multiple pairs of underwear. Yeah. Which is interesting. I don't understand that that either because that that just seems like more laundry. Like, I don't know. It's, It's crazy. He... He couldn't hold a job. He dropped out of school and he just stopped being able to make basic decisions. It was just this was a totally different person from who he had been all of his life prior to. And then his relationship with his family started to change. Now, this is the family that he dedicated his senior page to. Right. In 2006, he actually threatened the life of one of his sisters. He threatened to kill her and that was the same sister that at one point he was saying how proud he was of her. You know, it's, it's, it's they were twins, right? The yeah, sister, the sisters were twins. Yeah. Yep. There were twin sisters and he was the, the older brother and he loved being their older brother, but it's just so crazy that it can change so drastically. Like so much so that she filed a restraining order. Yeah. I mean, she did eventually drop it, but at the same time, like she had to go so far as to file a restraining order, which is, nuts. I want to say that I read that a, like a year prior to that, he had actually filed or a few weeks, maybe, maybe even months. Possibly. He had filed a restraining order against her. Oh, wow. And then he dropped it. And then threatened to kill her. Yeah. Wow. So crazy. That's so crazy. So all of this is going on. Obviously, the dynamic is changing. Things that I couldn't find about Paul were whether or not his family were assisting him or if he was seeking any type of treatment for his mental health issues. I can only assume that they were trying to do something for him. But yeah. I mean, it's really something you have to do for yourself. I so. read a few different accounts where he would, they tried to get him help right. and uh, take medication. And then he just didn't want to take it. Like he stopped or refused or something. And that's, I mean, let's face it. That's kind of something that goes hand in hand with mental health struggles and mental health issues and everything. Yeah. So fast forward at this point to 2009. The now even larger family settled in for a Thanksgiving Day meal. 
one of his sisters was married with a six-year-old daughter and the dinner was going to be at their house, hosted at their house. There were 17 guests at the dinner and Paul Michael Marriage would join the dinner late, but he would arrive and stay for quite a while. After eating dinner, the full group sat down to watch Michaela, the six-year-old, perform a song from one of her upcoming performances. Now this, I literally just dropped Cosette off at the theater for rehearsal because she's going to be in a production of The Wizard of Oz. And like we were just at friend's house the other night for dinner. And like halfway through the dinner, she's like, I'm going to sing you guys a song. And it's just... I mean, it was a little little too close to home. All of it was a little too close to home on this. So uh, that little Michaela went off to bed and Paul Michael left. He left and everybody kind of thought that was the end of it. They sat down, started to just enjoy the rest of their evening. And then all of a sudden, Paul came back. He came back with a gun and he opened fire on the 17 guests at this dinner party. He actually said the words, I've been waiting 20 years to do this. Now, it's hard to know what the exact order of the shooting was, but marriage killed both of his twin sisters, Raymond Joseph, who was a family aunt, and six-year-old Michaela was shot to death in her bed. So... So, but why? Exactly. Um, was he jealous of the attention? I, I, I think that's really what it boils down to. That's what people believe. Because he's he jealous had, of, of a six-year-old. I know. Well, he had always been this golden child, and then he, like, fell off, fell out of favor, and now all this attention was on Michaela, and it's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. So Patrick Knight, who was Marriage's brother-in-law, was shot and hospitalized and actually was in a coma for quite some time, but he would eventually wake up and survive. However, at the time that he was hospitalized, I think everybody just kind of assumed he wasn't going to make it because things didn't look good, like the outlook Mm -hmm. wasn't good. So Paul had attempted to shoot his uncle, but the gun did not fire. He pulled the trigger twice, still nothing. Then he finally reloaded the gun and specifically went into Michaela's bedroom and shot her. So it wasn't like a she was caught in the crossfire right. or something. It was like purposeful. Exactly. He went in to kill her. And like we were saying, they believe it was due to jealousy, which is insane. So marriage fled the scene around 10 p.m. And he was actually on the lam. He was on the run for five weeks before he was finally apprehended. That's a crazy long time. It is. It is. Because it's like, like, you know, the police knew that they were looking for him. It's not like he just like fled and and nobody knew who. Right. They couldn't figure out who Who had done it. Exactly. Everybody knew who they were looking for. Exactly. It's so crazy that it took that long to catch him. I know. I know. It's nuts. He was finally apprehended January 2nd of 2010. Because he was on America's Most Wanted. Right. And somebody recognized (laughs) him. He was at a motel, staying in a motel for a few weeks. And the the owner. The front desk or something. Yeah. 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 He saw the And he's like, hey, I checked that guy in yesterday. You (laughs) know? familiar. (laughs) Super disturbing. Like, can you imagine being in that position? Like, all of a sudden you realize that, like, some random person down the hall is a a killer? I. uh, Yeah. Makes my skin crawl thinking about it. I'd be like, I'd I'd be on the phone with the police and be like, you're not hanging up with me. Exactly, exactly. I'm like, I'm going to just hide. I need to get here now. Lock myself in this closet. (laughs) Nobody knows I'm in here. 
So in 2011, Marriage pled guilty and was sentenced to seven consecutive life sentences. Now, the parents of Michaela were obviously devastated, um, as they thought that... Well, the father, because the mother had been shot. You're right. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Yes, her mother had been killed. But um, the father of Michaela was absolutely devastated. He lost his wife and his child in kind of one fell swoop. And um, going on from there, they would eventually, like, he would remarry and have another baby and share the house, actually, with the, um, like, it was the same house because they gave all of Michaela's things to the new baby. Uh, uh, that's a little, I mean, I guess we all have our own. ways of grieving. I guess so. Yeah. I would not want to live there. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it, it, it's definitely a unique thing. It was one of those things where they like closed off the room and kept everything as it was. And then they ended up going on to have another baby. Well, technically two more girls. And so they had all of her clothes and toys and all of those things. And they shared them with her. I don't think personally I would want to do that. I, I think I'd probably have to close a chapter. And yeah. I don't know if I could go on and have more children. Like, hands down, if something like this happened to Cosette, I don't think I'd ever go on and have more children. I think I would just kind of call it a day and be done. And just, you know. Yeah, I can't imagine moving past that. Mm-mm. No, no, definitely not. Not to, not to the level of welcoming ad- additional children and all of that. No. Didn't he also sue, Jim, sue um, Paul's parents? So his in-laws? I think so. I think because they knew that, that he was really ill and yeah, and they invited him anyway. Wow. I don't know. I mean, that seems kind of crazy. It's uh, I but, think they countersued him. Well, <laughs> because it was at his house and he let him in. He let him in sort of thing. Yeah. But I mean, how how is anyone supposed to know that that's well, that's going right. to happen? I just don't understand why you would sue your family members after a tragedy. Right. Exactly. That if anything, happened you need to, to both like, of you. stay together. You need to stick together sort right. of thing. Like, yeah. They lost their daughters right. and their grandchild. Right. 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 It's crazy. And one of them lost a sister or sister-in-law. I don't know if she was right. Ra- Raymond, what's her Raymond name? Joseph, yes. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if she was She was. She was an related. aunt. Yeah, so I don't know exactly how she... I know she was related to Paul. She was Paul's aunt, but I don't know how she was re- related to the uh, the other family members, to his parents, basically. So, yeah. I, I mean, I still come back to just... Like, the holidays are tough. I think in last year's Thanksgiving episode... We talked about this. It's basically the same thing. It is. It is. Another we, guy came and shot his family. Shot his family. Exactly. And it really makes you wonder, like, how, 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 you know, like, how can this happen like this? Right. Um, well, make sure you're good to all your family members. No kidding. No kidding. Like, yeah, times are tough, but it should never come to this point. So, well, guys, well, that's that was all. Depressing. I know. So you guys enjoy your Thanksgiving and enjoy all the turkey and the delicious food. Well, the turkey's the worst part. Like, let's face it. Eat all the pie. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like any Thanksgiving food. Really? It's just not my favorite holiday. I, I love I don't, I don't eat turkey. Yeah. I Although my father-in-law makes me every year uh, salmon steak. Oh, and that's sweet. seafood stuffed like seafood stuffing. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. And everyone... So my mother-in-law makes... Italian wedding soup, mm-hmm. or is that Christmas? 
I don't know. One of That's the a Christmas thing. Okay. Well, then, you know, they give me um, either clam chowder or lobster bisque. So Aww. I am spoiled by them. You the are. You are. <laughs> Everyone oh is God. really upset by my food. Oh, my God. Because no, <laughs> it looks so much better than yeah turkey yeah that's fair that's super fair yeah no i don't I, the turkey is to me a vessel to get the gravy into my body that's really I what it boils down to yeah yeah i mean it's kind of you know gravy and potatoes were kind of my favorite part right but can't eat that yeah so what is left what's left i, lo- I do love the stuffing i do because lo- i don't do any meat in the stuffing yeah so it's just like bread dry bread <laughs> it's just it's just bread <laughs> just eat the dinner rolls so, it's so true <laughs> so true and i'm like mm, delicious uh, I'm, a, I'm a carb pound don't know what to do with myself but either way you guys enjoy your thanksgiving and we will be back next week and uh looking forward to it yeah all right okay bye bye